Hi! Welcome to Obsessions of a Millennial Drama Queen, where every week a guest and I work our way through the alphabet talking about things we are obsessed with. I'm Adam Dalton Blake, and this week my friend Joel Fuller and I talk about how K is for the wonderful Kiki Palmer. We chatted about Kiki's underrated music career, Angela Bassett saying the letter E, and we came up with some fabulous potential baby names. Make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at omdqpod, that's omdqpod, and let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. Also, feel free to leave us a rating and review on anywhere you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. Enjoy the show! Hi, Joel! Hey, what's up? Hi, everyone. Hi, how you doing? You know, good. Living in New York, can't complain. I know, I know. I miss New York so much. I'm out here in LA, and believe it or not, it's like a chilly, chilly 55 degrees in December. Oh my gosh, horrible. So I know, jealous, though. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's pretty lovely. Um, yeah, as yeah. it's like been raining all week here. Oh, sad. So gross. Yeah. Sad. Um, okay, so before we dive into our wonderful goddess, Kiki Palmer, um, yes. I always like to start the podcast episodes with how we know each other. Um, do you remember how we met Joel? I do, actually. So I was interviewing for a job. We work, work in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. And I was interviewing, and I met this beautiful human. <laughs> and we connected there. I got the job, obviously. Obviously. Thanks yeah. to this guy. <laughs> well, I mean, not thanks to me. because No, not thanks to you, but I'm sure you helped. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Oh, of course. I mean, you were interviewing for, like, multiple positions, and one of them was right. to work directly with me, and one was to work with who you uh, ended up working with. And right, um, right. I just remember, um, like, seeing your portfolio, knowing it was amazing, um, but knowing, like, we didn't have the same like aesthetic or like you had specialties in like a different area. So our interview yeah. quickly just turned into two gays gabbing about anything. <laughs> yeah. um, it was like vaguely like we, st- I think we started with like, Oh, like what are your favorite brands? Like, what do you want to do in the fashion yeah. industry? And quickly just divulged into like, so what are you watching? Like, who's your diva of choice? Like all yeah. of this stuff. I mean, favorite interview from that whole process because it was a lengthy process. But yeah, yeah, we were talking about like boys and like what we're going to be for Halloween. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so I, obviously I knew immediately that we would be besties. And um, yeah. yeah, and then we worked together for what, like three, three years? Girl, it was a year. It felt like three years. It felt like three years. Yeah. It's odd that it was a, like less than a year. But yeah. Really? Um, huh. We've been friends, I guess, for three years yeah 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 Yeah. well i adore you and i knew from talking to you that you would have um some wonderful things to say about our topic today which is kiki palmer um yes and so what was like your first um like introduction to the actress comedian songbird everything all in one miss kiki palmer Yes, I'm glad you mentioned Songbird, because I feel like that's a part that people don't talk about with her. Mm-hmm. Like, her music career that didn't really pop off, but it's yeah. like, I am a stan of it. So, <laughs> I, I was trying to think about this. I was like, where, what was I introduced to from her? It was either Aquila and the Bee, which mm-hmm. is, I think was her first movie, Beauty Shop, <laughs> or I think she was in the Medea movie. So, like, between mm-hmm. those three, I think I had my first intro to her, and then I just, like, obviously saw her in a bunch of things after that and like Mm -hmm. fell in love 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, what about you? Yeah, mine was like 100% Aquila and the Bee. That was a okay. movie that I like became obsessed with as a kid. I yeah. loved the storyline. I loved um so good. the pacing of the movie. I loved that like underdog story. Um yeah. and then not like until I was like in like what college or something i like looked back at that movie and i'm like oh my god that's like Lawrence fishburne and angela bassett doing like what yeah. like a like a quote-unquote like kids movie um yeah heavy hitters and it's just like the, the performances in that movie are just so good and um yeah yeah that movie is like a, a real triumph of a film i feel that people don't really talk yeah, about anymore they don't. I feel like when it came out, it had a big moment. But yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't have the longevity of people like, you know, still thinking of it as this huge moment. But it really was. And I think, um, I don't know how old Kiki was, but like her acting in that was just like so great. Honestly, one of her best performances. I know. The fact that like, she can go toe to toe with Lawrence Fishburne at like yeah. that, what what's it? That like dictionary scene where he's mm-hmm. like saying... Um, uh, we only use proper English here. Yeah, and then yeah. She goes to the um, she goes to the dictionary and says words get added to the dictionary all the time. And I'm like, mm. Kiki, you better work against that Lawrence Fishburne, like matching his energy. So good, right? I love the sass. It's yeah. like so relatable. I'm like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, oh, it's so good. So we'll get deeper into Keela and the Bee, but um, yeah. as like kind of an umbrella here, like what do you love like most about Kiki? So touching back on her singing, I was a huge fan of her first album. Mm. Like, Keep It Moving. I don't know if you remember that song. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. The video was great. It reminded me of like a Janet, I forget which song. I think All For You, maybe. I had like that, uh, like. My favorite Janet song. 80s, 90s, like vibe. It was really good, really mm-hmm. funky. Um, what other song? Like, The One You Call. I don't know if you know that. That's mm-hmm. like maybe something she released when she was older. Um, Shut Up, Stop Lying. So anyone who loves Kiki, please get into those songs because they have a longevity. It's so good. Like, I think she was maybe 13 releasing that album. And I'm like, these songs are like, if it went to Rihanna, it would be like a hit. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say outside of that, just like her personality. I just think she's so likable, relatable, like just her way of like going about like talking about different topics. I just think it's so like hilarious. So yeah, she Jeez. really is kind of like just a true talent. Um, kind of like has her hands in a lot of different pots. But I feel like what yeah. has like propelled her into like this like modern star is her realness on social media and her right. hilarity like in press and um kind of the relatability that she has. Um mm-hmm. so like I I love Kiki for all like the chops that she has. But, oh, my God, the star quality is totally in her as a persona. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And that's yeah. that's a good point, too. Like, she has her hands in so many different pockets. Like, mm-hmm. she had her own talk show. She's a singer. She's an actress, producer. She has her own network now. Like, mm-hmm. this girl, like, does it all. So And, and she was, like, the youngest but, woman or maybe youngest person to have, like, a talk show, right? That was, like... I think so, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. It's, like... It, it makes see, sense for her. Yeah. It, I dare anyone to tell Kiki Palmer that she can't do something. Um, yeah. Because you know that she'll do it like back 110%. A million percent. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. We love her. We love her. Um, love. So kind of diving into like her filmography. So we brought up Aquila and the Bee. 
Um, mm. But uh, her first role, which I, I didn't see, um, is in the Barbershop sequel. Um, okay, so, yes. Yeah. yes. Wait, the sequel? Oh, yeah, the Barbershop sequel, which is Beauty Shop. Yeah. No, so there's Barbershop 2, and then there's Beauty Shop. Beauty Shop, oh, okay. I'm obsessed with. Beauty Shop is, is an amazing Shop. movie. Um, Barbershop, <laughs> I, I, so the thing is, I saw Beauty Shop first, and I yeah. thought it was kind of its standalone thing, and then I realized that there was Barbershop. So I've never yeah. seen any of the Barbershop movies. I think because I hold Beauty Shop at, like, some top-tier, like, childhood memories for me of, like, Queen Latifah, um yeah. alicia silverstone like golden brooks just like golden perfect. brooks yes so good so good sherry shepherd yes 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 yeah so i like i love i probably watched that movie i can't even count how many times but it's i have a few like random like movies that are similar to that sort of vibe like comedic like not really good mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, i yeah. watched when i was like 12 like maybe every week <laughs> yeah and that's that's one of them so yeah so I I, w- I think she would have been amazing in in Beauty Shop as like that little girl, but she was in Barbershop too, which I guess I'll give her a pass on. Um, Wait, so she wasn't in Beauty Shop? She wasn't in Beauty Shop. She was in Barbershop oh, too. Oh, okay. So that's that's what I'm. Okay, I thought she was in both. I thought you were saying okay. Oh, I would love. So I, I know her both. from Barbershop, and maybe that's where I first saw her. Yeah, then. yeah, and yeah. then of course Aquila and the Bee, which is yep. about. Um, young girl played by miss kiki palmer who has a way with words she's Mm -hmm. uh very good at spelling but is kind of from this like low income area where not a lot Mm -hmm. of people um get out um Mm -hmm. and so she um enters this school spelling bee um just because she um why does she enter it like her teacher persuades her to right and then um, she wins the school spelling bee. Lawrence Fishburne is there and kind of takes her under his wing. Um, yeah. uh, and then she makes it all the way to the Scripps National Spelling Bee. But along the way, of course, there's there's um, some back and forth about her coming from this area and competing against people in higher income areas. And what does that look like? And being proud of where you come from, but then also being kind mm-hmm. of like a fish out of water. Um, and then all the while, Angela Bassett is her mother, who is fabulous in it. Fab, yeah. Fab. Such fab. a brilliant story. I just yeah. think, for me too, like I, I grew up, I'm born and raised in, or not born, but like raised in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And so I could definitely relate to that because I always went to schools outside of my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it definitely like touched um, my heart to see a film like that. Even though I was not a genius, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I could relate in my own type of way. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um I I I feel like that movie touched a lot of different types of children um yeah. in like in viewership of like mm-hmm. um bringing like different types of conversations into the conversation of what it means to be like a kid um yeah. in uh, different areas. Um and also, my god, if I learned the word pulchritude, I had never heard that word in my life before. Okay, what's the definition? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, but, but I didn't <laughs> even didn't know. Retain it. I didn't even know pulchritude was a word. I mean, me with ninety percent of the words they said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one and, thing I do love from that though mm-hmm. that has stuck with me is like, and it's like obvious when you think about it, but like smaller words, like bigger words coming from smaller words, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that has really stuck with me since I saw the movie at whatever age that like you know if I'm trying to like 
discover what a big word is, I usually will break it down and I'm able to like have an idea of what it means. Ugh, from context. Your inner yeah. your inner Aquila. Inner Aquila. Ugh, fabulous. Yeah, I um so recently Angela Bassett and Kiki Palmer had like a like a reunion um to like chat about like their life and Aquila and the mm-hmm. Bean stuff. And um first of all, neither of them seem to have aged. Um they oh. both look fabulous. At all. And yeah. um my my one of my favorite moments from Aquila and the Bee, it's like in like the final moment, and she has to spell she has to spell pulchritude, I think, for the final word of the script's national spelling bee. And mm-hmm. so uh, the whole movie is her community helping her train for this bee. So they're giving her a mm-hmm. bunch of words and stuff. And so the final montage is her um spelling the word pulchritude, but every letter flashes to like a different member of the community. So it's like mm-hmm. her brother, her teacher, her friend, like the guy who works like at the diner, like so-and-so. And Angela Bassett has the last letter of the, um, of the word. Uh, and she knows this and she's Angela Bassett. So she's like, Oh, I'm going to sell the hell out of this, this letter. And it's the letter E. So Angela Bassett looking directly at, at camera with the biggest smile just goes e and it is <laughs> fabulous and i'm like angela bassett you better work cuz that is probably the last yeah. line you have in that movie um and she milked it and i will remember that's amazing i will uh, for me that's my favorite a- angela bassett um line of all time yeah of yeah. all time <laughs> <laughs> an oscar worthy performance i think sexy so. sultry e Sexy, sultry E. Yeah, totally. Did, did that get nominated for any awards? Mm-mm. I feel like it got a lot no. of nominated for like a lot of like independent movie awards or like um, yeah. like um, critics association awards. But okay. um, I, I feel like there um, there's kind of like the stigma of it of it being like a kids movie, right? Um, right. But I, I think it, that story is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Ugh, so good. And then, so going from Aquila, uh, we skip a couple years. Now, I've never seen this show, but I feel like this is where a lot of people know Kiki from, which is the True Jackson VP uh, show on Nickelodeon. A new VP. It's so good. The, that theme song, like, kind of, it could battle, like, That's a Raven, Sweet Life is Like and Cody, like, some of the uh, greats. It's a really good theme song. Uh, that's um, good. Yeah, I love that. I love that, that show. It was a little bit, I think for us, because we're the same age, yeah. I think it came out when we were kind of getting out of watching those types of shows mm-hmm. like Disney Nickelodeon. Yeah. But I have a little sister who's 12 oh, years yeah. younger than me. So I was still kind of up to date with like what was coming out. So I'd watch that with her a lot. And it was really good. Ugh. I don't think it had many seasons, but it was- No, I think it had like it was, three seasons. Um, yeah. But I mean, she plays like what? Like a, fa- a young fashion uh, VP, which is like Kiki in the nutshell. No, truly, yeah. <laughs> a high schooler who's still actively going to school, but who's also the vice president of a million-dollar fashion company. <laughs> Makes so much sense. And her friends are also either, I don't remember if they were staff or they just were like always around, but yeah. Ugh, it's so fun. Bizarre so, concept. So as a young as a young kid, um, mm-hmm. seeing that show, were you like, oh, this is how the fashion industry is? Not really. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I never even really attributed anything in the show with fashion. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I guess that was part of the storyline, but no. 
I know that's a boring answer, but <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, but really. now you're in fashion and you're you're mm-hmm. a superstar. So I'm in. I mean, from your on. lips to my boss's ears. I mean, it's the truth. It is so the truth. Um. Yeah. So then, um, uh, one of my favorite YouTube clips is of um Kiki Palmer in this next role, which is Joyful Noise, mm-hmm. um, which is her singing um man in the mirror in like in that rehearsal um yeah which first of all she sounds fabulous that was actually the Mm -hmm. first time that i heard kiki sing sing. i didn't really know her as a singer until then and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay runs okay riff um and and i'm (laughs) okay gospel moment well because you know i'm obsessed with sister act too and so that had that scene had like a very similar vibe of mm-hmm. that, but instead of Whoopi Goldberg, you have Queen Latifah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just obsessed with like Queen Latifah being like, "No, Kiki, no, no, we don't, we don't sing that way." And I'm like, "Let her sing that way. She sounds amazing." <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that movie, but she was like, I guess the mom was not trying to let her sing secular music, right? In the church, yeah. that was kind of the concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then also in that movie, um, Dolly Parton's in that movie, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and so. It, they have to wear like rehearsal, ro- like choir robes, um, mm-hmm. and everyone's wearing like their traditional choir robes. But Dolly Parton's is like tailored to her. She has like two oh, prin- she has two princess seams up the robe to like contour her body so you can see yeah. her beautiful see body. that hourglass figure. Yeah, <laughs> yes, because you of know course. you know she was like, I'll be in this movie, but I'm gonna yeah. do it the Dolly way. Yeah, I was going to say, you know it's in her contract that she yeah. had to have a bodycon like choir robe. Ugh, totally, totally. Yeah, and so, yeah, she sounds amazing in that. And then was that around the time that her, like, music career started? Ooh. Well, I, she, her album released, I want to say when she, I think we skipped, actually, one okay. thing. She was in Jump In on Disney. Jam. Oh, my God, yes, Do we you remember did skip that? that. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. So that was, like, probably my first, that was her first, like, leading role as like a preteen teenager mm-hmm. um so i love that movie it was on disney channel did really well but she had a song on that movie and then i think after that she released her album mm-hmm. and then i remember the disney channel would play like keep it moving they would play the music mm-hmm. video and the commercials and that's how i got into it and like i discovered the album um so i think she released it a little bit before joyful noise but then when joyful noise came out she probably released more music yeah yeah, wow, jump in. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, d- jump, jumping rope. It, it's a common theme in a lot of um, Kiki Palmer's biggest films. Wait, which other one? She jumps rope in Aquila and the Bee to, um, oh, keep, to keep time on how to spell words. Right, okay. Love it. I mean, <laughs> great way. <laughs> I know. Great way to do it. <laughs> she can do it all. Um, yeah. Well, that... Yeah, jump in. So she she kind of um, was that kid actor that wasn't beholden to a specific um, like channel or network, like genre or like channel. Yeah, yeah. Because there, I remember at that time there was like your Nickelodeon stars, and then mm-hmm. there was your Disney stars, and mm-hmm. yeah, she really was kind of her own entity, which yeah, I totally like. I, I can just see her as a kid being like, I don't want to be boxed in. And like her having yeah. the support of everyone around her to be like, yeah, she's just going to do what she wants to do. Yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid feeling like I wish she was embraced more by one of the networks. Cause mm-hmm. I felt like she was always kind of like 
in the background. Yeah. But now as an adult, I actually love that she was able to kind of do it all. Because I remember she was obviously in Jump In, which is on Disney, and then True Jackson VP on Nickelodeon. And then she did like, um, I think an episode of Degrassi, which was on, I don't remember what channel, but she mm-hmm. was kind of just all around, you know, so. Yeah, she's every woman. For her. <laughs> yes, truly. <laughs> Um, and then the next thing I have on my little timeline of her, which uh, is a big jump, um, is Scream Queens, which is um, something that I only watched like recently. But I feel like on oh. that show, which was like um, like this campy horror kind of like campy clueless horror vibe, um, mm-hmm. they really didn't utilize her in the biggest way that like I wish they had. Yeah, she was kind of a side character, even mm-hmm. though I think she was a big part of the storyline. I didn't finish mm-hmm. that show. Yeah, I truly don't think anyone did. Yeah, it was like, I remember the aesthetics of the show everybody loves, but yeah. when, after like five episodes in, you're kind of like, okay, yeah, uh, I think I'm over it. But the whole Chanel, like, pretty in pink sort of vibe people mm-hmm. loved. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad she was on that show, though. Yeah, I just wish they had used her comedic chops a bit more because I feel like yeah. that is when she started. Kind of, that's when like the social media thing start started, like the the little embers of that, um, right. and especially like as she like went into like her talk show, and then she was also like on like that Good Morning America show as like a co host. Yeah, I feel like that's when yeah. she started really showing like her hilarity, and they mm. they really didn't utilize her in a big way. Yeah, agreed. Like, oh, I would have loved to see her like acting across from Niecy Nash and doing some hilarious like, like, like um, true farce comedy stuff. That would have been amazing, amazing. Yeah, because her character was more serious. Right? Yeah, yeah. Or it was just yeah. like I feel like all she did was like scream. Right. Yeah. And it's like my girl is way more than this. <laughs> I know. I know. She needs. Yeah. <laughs> They yeah. did a second season. I don't know if she was in the second season because I didn't watch it. Yeah, but, I don't know. I, tr- um, I truly don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I think she, she was like looped in with like the Leah Michelle side character of like not, right. not really given anything, kind of being like there for one liners here and there. But mm-hmm. we gotta give, we gotta get Kiki more. Yeah, yeah. I feel like now though, people are realizing her like talent. She's having a moment. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like her moment kind of so, so obviously she had all the social media stuff, but her biggest mm. role um was in Nope, which was yeah. Jordan Peele's kind of like anticipated um next movie after like Get Out and Us. Um yeah. did you see Nope? I did see Nope. I saw it twice. It was <gasps> that good. What'd you think? What'd yeah. you think? I loved it. I yep. mean, great, like, ensemble cast. Like, everybody mm-hmm. clocked in. Yes. <laughs> um, the filmography, cinematography was brilliant. The story was great. I mean, all of Jordan Peele's stuff is, like, really good. I didn't love Us, mm-hmm. but I still appreciated how complex it was. Yeah, yeah. Get Out was, like, brilliant. I mean, but come this, on. This, to me, was, like, as good as Get Out. It was really good. Yeah. Because I really didn't know what to expect. I feel like they did a really good job of, mm-hmm. like, branding it and marketing it because you kind of didn't know what the vibe would be. Yeah. And I think people expected it to be more of a horror, which it definitely had horror elements, but I think it was more intellectual and deep and more of a thriller. Yeah. It was kind of like a thriller adventure, which is like a really yeah. nice. And Western. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I loved her in that. She was definitely like the comedic element in that movie, which I think yeah. served her really well. Her look was amazing. I'm, I was obsessed I with her hair. Um, the natural hair. And the, yeah, Please the, do it more. I know. So good. And like, I loved yeah. like the, like the long shorts that she was wearing. I was just like, oh, you're so cool. Kiki, you're so cool. Yeah. I love that her character was queer too. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, yeah. um, it, it showed that she's kind of more than just this, like what this like Nickelodeon Disney star. Yeah. She can truly have range as an actress. And I feel like yeah, absolutely. now people are kind of waking up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if um, movies have been nominated for 2022 yet, but I hope mm-hmm. she's like talked about at least, at least acknowledged right. In some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, she, the golden really globes just came out. And now okay. that I think about it, Nope hasn't been recognized in any way and is not in any of these conversations about mm. um like predictions, which is very interesting. Um I yeah. um and I also us wasn't really nominated that much. Of course, like Get Out won like best screenplay at the Oscars. But right. um they yeah, they the, Nope is kind of out of the conversation. Um huh. But it's weird because it's obviously like Academy Award winner Daniel Kaluuya and Academy yeah. Award winner Jordan Peele um, yeah. in this like amazing movie. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, oh, that's, that's unfortunate. That's so weird to think about. Yeah, it definitely should be yeah. in the conversation more. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I thought was um, very interesting that I learned about is that that movie is shot entirely during the daytime. So like there are the, oh. there are night scenes but yeah. because of like the IMAX cameras they were using, they have yeah. to have l- like an insane amount of light, light and, in order to capture yeah. everything. Um, yeah. But those night scenes are so, I, I think it's because it's shot in light. They're so rich in tone. And um, I mean, the way that Jordan Peele shoots um, darker skin bodies in the nighttime, mm. I think is brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think that that, um, way of shooting really helped like elevate those scenes visually i think it's so cool no absolutely i've never seen personally any movie that was shot so well yeah at night obviously you said it wasn't shot at night but like it was supposed to be at night in the film Mm -hmm. but it was depicted really beautifully and i think people don't realize that like people of darker complexions they need a very specific way Mm -hmm. of being captured in order to look good because our skin can look a little bit um like muddy or just like not rich so you need like certain colors and mm-hmm. you just need someone who's like who specializes in that it's not like the same for everyone so yeah i'm glad you know you did that yeah my favorite scene in that movie um besides um like the chase scene at the end i think mm. is when um the monster is right above the house and mm. it just like starts like it's just like blood is raining the house, and Kiki is giving her life in the and like giving everything in that performance. Um, yeah, I, I I just think there's so many fantastic scenes in that movie. Yeah, no, that was my favorite scene too. And then obviously, like you said, when she was uh, escaping mm-hmm. the area with I don't want to give away too much if people haven't seen it, but like escaping, she at the end she was so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, mm. And then, so, yeah, so she was in Nope and kind of had this um, real kind of resurgence. And then the next thing I saw her on was um, 
judging on uh, one of our favorite shows, Legendary, yes. on HBO Max. Yes, serving, serving, <laughs> uh, which is it's a intense. ballroom competition show. Kiki yeah. came to judge the second season. Was that the second or third season? I think it's the third. The third season. And yeah. my God, did she come on that show and slay as a judge. My God, she yeah. was amazing. No, it's super intimidating to come on a show that already has. It's mm-hmm. like, it's always it's already understood, like the dynamic and everything. And then to come in and really assert yourself in a way that benefits mm-hmm. the production is is amazing. But it's Kiki. So, of course, she was able to do that. Yeah. And her commentary was really, like, good. Yeah. Like, I think the judging for season three was, like, great across the board. I know there's been a lot of like drama with some of the judges just because they aren't authentic to the ballroom scene, but I think it it worked in season three. Yeah, I think so too. I'm Giovanni and I were obsessed with that whenever she gives a critique, it's a full thought from like there's a beginning, Mm -hmm. middle, and end to everything. And it just, Mm -hmm. I think it goes back to like her child actor professional roots of Mm -hmm. like, she's like, you did this and I loved it, but then you did this, which was not great. But at the end of the day, you're just going to be you. And I was like, Kiki, I'm like, yes, Kiki. It's like giving yes. it all emotion. She's like, I have one line to give you a critique. So I'm going to give you a whole synopsis of a novel in this one thing, yeah. clear and concise. And um, yeah. she, I, I think that she had the most iconic back and forth with a one Mr. Law Roach. Mr. La Roach. Um, uh, so good. So good. Yeah. Um, My favorite part is when he's yeah. like, you ate that. Yes. <laughs> when yeah. She, when she read him. Yeah. 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 So she, she, she did, she went toe to toe with La Roach in kind of like a, um, in, not, not, I mean, not a battle, but in like a, a sparring of words. And yeah. <laughs> at the, La Roach is not one to like step down. And at the end he kind of right. sat back and she's like, yeah, you ate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, no, for those yeah, for those who don't know, he's like the Simon Cowell of mm-hmm. Legendary. Yeah, so, very uh, polarizing. Yeah, very, very, very judgmental. Um, mm-hmm. very specific. Um, yeah, very fabulous. Um, uh, but uh, uh, well, back to her singing career. She also um, references her music in that line where she says, um, uh, "I'm referencing my late great hit." Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. I love that moment. I needed like a little fan. Like, yes, I know. Yeah. I think all of us like who are watching were just like, yes! Like, yeah. yes, you better work. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Ugh, so so what is like your favorite Kiki Palmer like moment or like thing that she's been in? Ooh. Favorite moment. I mean, I love all the memes mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I always quote a lot of them. What's your favorite one? Um, do you know the one from Twitter where it's like, baby, this is Kiki Palmer? Ooh, no. Oh my God. I, I don't know if I can get, it's a little bit graphic. So I don't know if I can get too much into, I don't know if we're allowed to like curse. Or yeah, of course. Go for it. So basically there was this Twitter user who um, posted a picture of Kiki Palmer where she looks very like, executive realness mm, <laughs> like, yeah yeah she has this like she has these bangs on and glasses and she has this like weird expression on her face and the person tweeted like uh you know girls who look like this in high school were the ones who gave the best like head or something mm-hmm. which is just a funny whatever yeah, yeah. Tw- twitter's like dumb twitter uh 
comedy mm -hmm. but then someone replied to it and it's like really elaborate like message they dm'd the person who posted that and mm -hmm. they were like hey i'm sorry to, to like bother you but this is my sister she was killed on a metro train please take this post down blah 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 and then the person just replied baby this is kiki palmer <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like so people just write on twitter baby this is kiki palmer just as like a within context of like people mm -hmm. saying oh this is this person and they just will like say that so it's like my favorite thing oh i didn't explain it well but please like look it up on youtube and yeah. you'll see how funny it is it's really good i mean she truly um, is in like the lexicon of like social media memes it's like people use use her expressions for everything 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 i always say sorry to that man yeah sorry sorry to that man i think was maybe one of the first ones that i realized like came huge and yeah it was like yeah. her in this um lie detector test lie not, detector not yeah. knowing who dick cheney was um yeah and which to be fair if you put a picture of dick cheney in front of me i i wouldn't know who that is but um no same. she but first of all backtracking that lie detector video is maybe the funniest thing i've ever seen because sh uh she takes it so seriously every single yeah. answer it's like she's on the witness stand and right. she like repeats the question in her answer. So it's yeah. like, um, is your name Kiki Palmer? And she's like, yes, my name my is name. Kiki Palmer. <laughs> yeah. what, what did you have for dinner today? Um, for dinner today, I had a so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm just like, yeah. she is a professional her woman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the funniest part to me was also like her glam and her like mm -hmm. outfit. Yeah. It just was so like it just made the video so much more funny. <laughs> yeah, he's like the bold earring and the like blazer, hair pulled back. It mm -hmm. is very serious. Yeah, she, she was giving like stepmother who's on trial, um, yeah. for something related to like like her like her husband who they think she murdered. Amazing, yeah, amazing yeah. description, exactly. <laughs> so good. Um, so good. Oh yeah, but so so she's given a photo of Dick Cheney and's and like, what do you? Th uh, it's like, what do you think of this man? Or like something like that. And she's like, I'm sorry to this man. I don't know this man. Yeah. Like, if, I, I, I hate to sound ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> that part was the funniest. It's like, I don't have a clue. Um, I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, I feel like she doesn't say these things to become memes. She's just like no. effort, effortlessly hilarious. There's also the one where she's yeah. like eating something tasty, right? And she's like... Mm, yes mm, Ooh. Mm. this has a little sugar or spice like what did she say a little sweetness to it yes <laughs> i've seen people on twitter use that as a reaction to like people they think are like queer mm -hmm. which is funny yeah it's, it's so good i mean the queer community has ad adapted um kiki palmer i think specifically oh. in meme form <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah great meme queen <laughs> see I, I love that about her but what else is my favorite moment I think again, just back to her music career. I just love mm -hmm. it. So, if anybody takes anything from this, please just listen to it. I mean, I'm going it's to good R and B pop. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, I um, I I haven't listened to her music really. I think maybe I um, kind of looped it in with like these child stars who want to have a music career, and so like me as like a kid, I was like, eh, I don't know if like I'm vibing with that. But um, yeah. you're saying it's like just good music. It's good music because, yeah, I feel like um, with a lot of Disney stars and Nickelodeon stars, they were pushed by the, like, company to become mm -hmm. this, like, these pop stars. Yeah. And they were more, like, these products versus, like, actual musicians. But I think because of what we were saying earlier of her not really 
having a home as far as Disney or Nickelodeon or anything. She just released music. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it doesn't have that like manufactured feel. It's real. And for her to be like 13 or whatever age she was when she released yeah. it, I'm like, wow, this music is really good. I mean, I'm sure she didn't write it, but like, or maybe she did. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't it, put it, it past really her. Good. I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, it's really well done. I mean, I don't think Kiki's going to do anything um, half-assed. I think she's going to put her whole self yeah. into it. Um, yeah. Uh, and I mean, she's like a cons- constant professional um, to the point mm. where, um, so Giovanni, my boyfriend, works in film, and he was working on a film that she was in um, recently. Ooh. And so he, she came to audition for this film, um, and uh, it was the funniest thing because she, her mom drove her. And oh my god, so cute! <laughs> so cute. And um, so the mom dropped her off and was like waiting in the parking lot. Uh, for her to be finished, which is amazing. Uh, but G- mm-hmm. Giovanni like greets her at the door and kind of brings her to the audition. And she's so relaxed, so easy breezy. And um, but she was a little bit late because her mom, like I think, got lost driving. Okay. And so she was just trying to be like, Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. Like, I, I mm-hmm. mean no disrespect by anything, like so and so, which is like so great to just like anyone in that realm like um yeah at any level she's just trying to be as professional as she can but then giovanni mm-hmm. said that her mother is the kindest uh woman that he's ever met she, she is so oh my gosh um proud of her and wants her to like succeed and was just like saying all these words of like affirmation to her and so i'm just like i, I love that little window into a bit of of the Kiki yeah. Palmer experience. Oh, that's so sweet. It makes sense why she's been so successful. Yeah. Just because she's professional and she has a good support system. I know she always talks about her mom in interviews. Mm-hmm. So it's lovely that their relationship is so good. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of mothers, Kiki Palmer. So recently she hosted SNL and she announced that yep. she's pregnant. Yeah. Ugh. Shocker. I know. I know. I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I am so excited for that journey for her. I think Sam, she's gone through so much life experience of like mm-hmm. being a child actor and having all these, mm-hmm. like we said, like her hand in all these different projects that um, having a shot at motherhood, I feel like is going to be something she's going to excel at. And she's really oh, going to take care of this baby. Yeah, I, I think it'll add more layers to her too. It's so nice to see because... I think she's either our age or a year older, so mm-hmm. she's really close in age. Yeah, we've seen her grow up, at, you know, as we were growing up. So it's, I feel like connected to the experience. It's mm-hmm. just really nice, and she seems really happy about it. Obviously, yeah. So yeah, it'll it'll be good. She'll be a great mom. I mean, should we both get pregnant along with her? <laughs> let's pregnancy pack. Let's yeah, do let's, it. Do it. <laughs> let's do it. Um, what do, what would you name name the child? Ooh, <laughs> so. I told my friends this in high school and they've like held me to it because we're all still really close. Um, I was like, I really love the name lingerie. Like I get that it has, (laughs) I get that, you know, I probably can't name my child that because it's not appropriate because of, you know, what it is. But like, I just love the name. It's really like sophisticated and sexy. (laughs) That is so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I've also always loved like, uh, (laughs) 
the names of places, like how people are named Asia or mm-hmm. like India. Like I've always loved that. So like Poland or Ooh. Denmark. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Denmark is not a half bad name. That's pretty cute. Yeah, I like I like Denmark as a name, but with like a Q U E so. at the end. <laughs> exactly. And a and a, an accent. An accent. Yeah, Denmark. Yeah. Denmark. <laughs> it's cute. Um, I love it. I mean, I think Kiki should go on, and I think Akila is a great name. True. And it still has Kiki in it, right? So I know. Like, it I, works. I, I, I mean, yeah. Well, Kiki's real name is Lauren, right? Like her I first name Lauren. is Lauren. And then Kiki yeah. is a um, is a nickname that her mother gave her. Um, okay. So I wonder, if she, I wonder if she'll go that route, too. Yeah. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see. I wonder if she'll do, like, the celebrity thing where you name your kid something obscure, or she'll just go, like, the more yeah. normal route. Like cassette <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i think she'll go the more like classic like simple route but we'll see yeah who knows who knows yeah, um who knows uh, so like what do you what do we hope for kiki obviously she's on this new path um but in her like career as like an actress also a mother like what do we see for her because i could see her going a myriad of different ways yeah, I mean, I know she just started, like, her own network. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope she, like, picks up with that and, like, kind of becomes this, like, mini, or just her own version of, like, Issa Rae, mm-hmm. maybe producing, doing some behind-the-scenes things. Um, but also doing more, like, Oscar-worthy yeah. films or more dramatic films. Because mm-hmm. I think she's kind of been typecast to be this, like, comedic actress. Yeah. But I think with Nope, even though she was comedic in that, she gave a really brilliant performance. I hope she like does more roles like that or even something even more dramatic. Yeah. So. I could see her... she has the range. Oh, she a hundred percent has the range. I could see yeah. her easily being nominated for like a supporting actress Oscar in like the next six years. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that would be pretty, I would love to see her in like a period piece. I feel like she's like yeah. always like really contemporary. I think it'd be really That's cool true. to see her in like, um, some some period piece where she gets to flex a bit of a different acting chops. Also, yeah, if they remade Romeo and Juliet, she'd be a fantastic Juliet. Ooh, she would be. Ugh. That would be good. Ugh. She played um I would like to see her in more like Broadway too. I know she did Cinderella. Yeah, she was Cinderella. Which that could be that could be cool. Yeah, I would love her to go back for that. Um that schedule is so tough. I doubt that like with a new child and uh what, what oh, true. like a toddler yep. that she'll be able yeah. to do that but d- yeah. down the road um i would down the road. love her to do that yeah love 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 oh cute all right joel are you ready for a little bit of a game let's play a game okay. let's have a kiki yes so joel that is the title of this game it's called let's have a kiki oh amazing love it <laughs> um so how this game works is i will give you um some everyday mundane tasks that we all have to kind of begrudgingly do and i mm. want you to tell me how you think kiki palmer would liven up these everyday tasks because i feel all like right, she can kind of take anything and make it fun yeah all right so our first little mundane task, which is something that I hate doing, is laundry. Ooh, okay. So what? So how would she liven it up? How would she? If you guys were doing laundry together, how would how yeah. would she liven it up? Maybe she would give me a little TikTok dance, like how Ooh. to, <laughs> you know, how to fold the laundry. Oh, a hundred percent. I could see her. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm going to say dance, dance her way through. Yeah, I think so. I think it would be like a, yeah. a beat fold press. Per, right. Yeah. Like situation. Yeah. I think that, right. I think that's the right take. Um, a little death drop. All right. Something that um, I've been having to do more and more recently, grocery shopping. Mm. Maybe she would sing out our grocery list as we're walking through the aisles, Ooh. right? With our beautiful mm-hmm. sultry voice. Yeah. I think so. I think she would also give us like a big cart push runway walk down the aisles. Right. A little legendary moment. Like this is why they cast it. <laughs> yes, right? I think she would. I think <laughs> Show she off would. for the kids. <laughs> I think so. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, next one is flossing, which is something I don't do because it's horrible. <laughs> No, don't admit that. We need to floss more. <laughs> I know I need to floss, but my God, is it yeah. horrible. <laughs> Ooh, flossing. Flossing's a hard one. Mm. It is a hard one. I feel like also that might be a little dance moment because I feel like there's that's the only thing you can do. It's like a little motion. Oh, yeah, a little right? shimmy shimmy. So a little shimmy shimmy. Yeah. So I think that she would lean into the drama of it all. And like, <laughs> if like, like when I floss, it hurts. She would just lean yeah. into the like the a dramatization. Uh, She'd be like, oh, yeah. "Oh God!" Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, amazing. A full on dramatic performance. Um, yeah. Okay, another um, last one, and then I'll give you a bit, a bit of a Joel's choice. Putting yeah. together IKEA furniture. How would Ooh. how would Kiki do this? Yeah, I feel like I need her, honestly. Mm-hmm. Whatever she would do, I need her <laughs> help always. Because it's not as easy as they make it seem. Mm-hmm. Um, how would she help? Hmm. What would you say? I feel like I need help with that one. I think Kiki would hire out. Right? Like, she wouldn't do it herself. No. Th- I think Kiki would hire hire someone and then invite them over to to do it. And then ha- have a Kiki. But have a Kiki. <laughs> like, like, have a Kiki. Like, pour, yeah. pour some bubbly or something. Right. And just all have a laugh while watching this person put together the IKEA furniture. Right. <laughs> and allow them to have a drink after. Yes. Yes. That's, a, a, yeah. that, that's what I think. That's, she would that's do. what she would do. Okay. Cute. Yeah. Agreed. Cute. Okay. And last, we have a bit of a Joel's choice. So, okay. what task that you don't like to do uh, would you want to bring Kiki along? for the ride to make it more fun. Hmm. Maybe, you know, I'm a little bit shy and bashful. So mm-hmm. maybe at work would have to present. I would love for her to just be there to give a dramatic, like showing off of the clothing, a little QVC moment. Oh my God. Right? That would be amazing. <laughs> and you know, she would model. serve anything. Anything you put on her would look like a couture gown. Oh um, yeah, exactly. And I work in the menswear industry. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It would be pretty funny too. Oh, <laughs> That's and a little good. Zest, That's you know? good. So yeah. basically, Kiki Palmer is the human equivalent to like Canva for like for like presentations. She'll liven up any yeah. presentation, any. which would kind of be a fierce service if if she wanted to get into that realm of that kind of would. She honestly yeah. should add that to her resume <laughs> and like so. add a huge like you know fee for it yeah like book me for you know 100k to model your designs oh that's fabulous i'm into that i'm into that great yeah all right so i think we've successfully had a kiki joel obviously um you rocked that and kiki would i I feel like be lucky enough to uh, be invited along to have those tasks every day with us
Yes. I yes. love that. Ugh. It'll be a mutually beneficial. Oh yeah. Yeah, situation. definitely. I feel like she would get a lot out of it. Um, so Joel, we are wrapping up this little potty potty cast. Um, but I do have a weekly segment where I ask our guests what they're obsessed with in a segment called guest obsessed. So Joel, what have you been obsessed with recently? Lately, I've been obsessed with Latin pop, like reggaeton, Mm. really Spanish music, you know, like Rosalia, Bad Bunny, like all the like heavy hitters. Like I've just been like obsessed oh yeah oh my god omar apollo do you listen to omar apollo no but everyone is freaking out about how hot he is he's so hot yeah <laughs> he's he's like he does like indie alternative mm-hmm. almost r&b like soft pop it's yeah. really good he has a really beautiful voice he, he does some music in spanish too but it's mostly in english but i've been obsessed with him his mm-hmm. most recent album is amazing oh um, Scissor's new album is great. A lot of music. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're in like a pretty big music space right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this stuff is real good. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Normani. I, I, we've talked about that since I, we worked together. Oh, my God, Joel. But I don't know what's going on with her music, so please, Joel, someone knows. The, the amount of times <laughs> you know. and I have talked about Normani at work um, was wild. Yeah. We're both yeah. so obsessed with her and so upset with her management. Um it's a mess. They had the perfect tee up for an all star yeah. moment coming off of yeah. motivation. Um, yeah. Fantastic song, fantastic social media response. And then they dropped yeah. the ball and we still don't have a song from her really. And that came out in 2019. It's 2022. I like, know. What is going on? I know. And I, so unfortunate. I've told you this. I'm worried that she's going to become Sierra. <laughs> please don't curse her <laughs> and i love i love sierra oh, we love sierra but yeah it's like but let's be real here sierra yeah. has like one two hits right yeah, i feel like she had two albums that were like good and then she kind of like fell off and now she's like an influencer or like socialite. i know i know but she has time and i guess you know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but i'm obsessed with her regardless yeah so one day <laughs> i'll be able to fully stand i mean a normani kiki palmer moment could be fabulous that that would be something i'm here for that That would be something Ugh, I, I think normani's getting into acting so maybe maybe it'll happen all right well good luck with that normani yeah <laughs> who knows who knows <laughs> who knows <laughs> all right joel so we are we're coming to the end of this little podcast and i just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about our diva kiki palmer uh before we go do you have any like social media uh, that you want to get out there or promote anything Sure, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at Joel Fuller. So J-O-E-L-F-U-L-O-R is my at. Mm-hmm. I'm private, so if you're if you're cutie, maybe you'll get a follow back. And, <laughs> and I'll accept your request. <laughs> no, Ooh, I love but. that. A bit of a game. But I'm into that. A bit of a game, you know. Joel is a very, very talented fashion designer and has very beautiful style. So if you are lucky enough to be accepted into that Instagram, oh you'll gosh. see some, some beautiful looks that he's put together. Oh, thank you, my um, friend. Oh, of course. Of course, darling. Um, And for anyone listening to this podcast, I just want to make sure that you know to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at omdqpod. That's omdqpod. And let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. And who knows, maybe we'll make an episode about it. Also, feel free to like leave a rating or review on anywhere you listen to your podcasts because it really helps us out. All right, Joel. It's been lovely to talk to you. 
and bye. Bye. It's been great being here. Bye, everyone.